This episode of The Final Score is brought to you by Squarespace.com. At Squarespace.com, you can get a fantastic blog, website, portfolio, whatever you need to do online. Let's say you want to sell stuff. They can do that too. That's at Squarespace.com. Use them for free. No credit card required. And if you decide to stay, use the code FINAL1. That's FINAL and the number one, all written together. FINAL and numeral one. FINAL1. And get 25% off your account at Squarespace.com. This is the final score, episode 144 for Saturday, January 11th, 2014. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the final score. This is the video game podcast for the rest of us. My name is Scott Johnson. That's Nicole. Hi, Nicole. I'm back. Yay! Wait, you weren't here last week, were you? Because you were in Vegas. No, nope. Yeah. Uh, but I but I did listen to the show on the way home from Vegas. Big congratulations oh. to the final score for walking away with the video game award. Uh, we did amazing <laughs> job. Oh wait, I'm sorry, I have the wrong speech in front of me here. The alternate speech was we split the vote. The instance yeah. probably killed us, and neither <laughs> one. So thanks, we'll, Ross Perot. Yeah, nice job. <laughs> uh, it's good to have you back. Also, Brian Dunaway, of course. Hello, Brian. Hey, I'm Brian Dunaway, Scott Johnson. Mm, how are you, man? I'm okay. Good, good, good. Good. It was last week at this time that you and I sat before a microphone with uh, with guest star Paul Swickard and recorded a program. It. Nicole, how did that go, do you think? I thought it went great. I, Paul was great. And we Brian, you. did you ever figure out that it was Poker Night at the Inventory? What did I say? Poker Night at the Investment? You, I don't know. I just was screaming <laughs> inventory at my said radio. investments. Inventory, Brian! Inventory, inventory! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we get that's how we get you know a listener response is by not knowing the answer. Mm. Is that how it works? Yeah, hey, your mic got quiet. I don't know why. A little bit. Oh, did it? Not real oh, bad. Oh, yeah. I it, it, it suddenly it. I think it's trying to auto adjust. Oh. Stop auto adjusting. Why are you auto adjusting? I'm you watching hate that? It right now. It's the freaking worst. I hate that. Stupid. Uh, it's good to thing. be back. We've got a week of video games to talk about. It's funny because. You know we're in the we're in a bit of a desert right now between now and March before big releases start happening, so consoles are kind of lame at the moment. Um, right, right. I mean they're not lame. There's stuff to play, and if you're not done with Assassin's Creed, then you've got plenty to do. And certainly that there game are games goes on forever. It's a long one, yeah. yeah. It's good. Have you been playing it, by the way? Yeah, I've been playing a little. Mark's been playing it more. Right. Um, it's weird when he plays a game that I'm playing. I tend to not play it as much. I, I do the same why. thing when my kids do that. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly the same thing. My kids will go, oh, dad, let me try it. And they'll play it. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Y'all are a bunch of, I want to do it on my own, but I don't care. I'll, I'll play right along with everybody. Brian will play a two-hour demo with anybody. It's not a problem. <laughs> anybody. Bring, bring it, it on. Bring it on, baby. <laughs> um, all right. Well, there's lots that happened. CES happened. There's a few bits out of there. Uh, but we're going to talk first about what we've been playing. Hey, what are you playing? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Steam games mainly for me. Because um, they've you just got through with the big Steam winter sale, right? Yeah, that's part of it. I actually didn't partake in that much because I already owned most of it. Um, I have a really sad state of affairs in Steam. I've got 300 something, 350 games or something. Right. And they are, you know, whenever they do sales, most of the time, the games that are on sale are kind of in that category. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not there yet, so keep working I'm gonna on them, keep, man. Keep I'm going to keep buying them. Well, right, have, yeah. Have either of you done the the game sharing thing? Not yet. No, I'm not even yes. in the beta. I don't think. Am I? I don't think I, I am. I, I I have Nicole. 
Yeah. Are you, you're in the beta? I am it's, in it's, the beta. It's funny how it just kind of it was like, oh, we're doing this, and then it just kind of died away. Well, and, they're still going right. to do it. I mean, they're still going to make that an official thing. Everybody can do at some point. That's in the that's in the paperwork or whatever. But I mean, I have it set up, but I never use it. Yeah. Like, well, you guys know. see the problem is that that thing is not set up for anything outside of your like immediates, and that would be like you and Mark. But you guys have your own Steam accounts, so it's True. kind of dumb in your case. And Mateo's not old enough to take advantage of a shared thing. I would actually probably use it more because we've got a second PC here where the kids play on, and that would happen a lot more if we had the beta. But I don't. Um, until they make that thing a game sharing beta that really truly lets me share games with friends who don't live here, <laughs> right, right. then then we're talking. Like when I can say, "Hey Nicole, borrow my copy of Electronic Superjoy," and then you could have it, mm-hmm. and I just but couldn't play it while you have it or something. Uh, it's the whole library, from what I yeah, and you can't yeah. be in. There's I don't a think lot they of that. there's weird restrictions. So until yeah. that comes about, I don't think anyone's going to get super excited about it. Well, this is how usually for those who haven't who don't have and haven't looked at it, what basically happens is in your library, this is the way I've seen it the most in my library of games. When I scroll down to the very bottom, it's it shows, you know, a couple of users who are in the beta and it shows what games are available for me to borrow. And I can just double click on on one of those games and it makes a request and then I get to play. Yeah. Well, yes, but it's just not a. It's just not ready for prime time. That's all right. I'm saying. Yeah. And it is a beta, so whatever. I don't think they're giving up on it, though, is the point I was trying to make. You know who I'm going to share my game, uh, cat- uh, whatever with, catalog. is my catalog. My my brother-in-law, who lives in London. Oh, goodness. So London, London, London. That's great. I, he came uh, <laughs> to the house. You know what? Let me just say something real quick. <laughs> I love oh. it when anybody can just say a word. So Nicole can say the word London. Just in right. passing, he lives in London, so he's far away. And Brian can make a song out of it. He, it's one of my favorite Fergie. things song, about Fergie. you. It's yeah. Fergie. Yeah, Fergie sings that. I, I have an entire, like like Brian Ibbett, I have songs in the brain. Every time I hear a trigger word, it's like I've been hypnotized or something. See, I, I love hear, it. I hear movies. You hear music, I hear movies. Right. I love it because it's like a weird form of Tourette's that Brian has. <laughs> he'll just I burst out. Stop. I could say something like, so uh, Bioshock Infinite, and he'll go, Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock. It's the best, man. All right. Anyway, so he's living anyway. in London. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. He came, I, I introduced him to Steam when he was here visiting for the holidays. Brother, I'm like, oh, this is I Steam. Have- Steam, brother. Because he's never heard of it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I have to share all of my games with you through this this way. That's interesting. Uh, Why had he not um, I don't know. He, how old is your brother? Well, I mean, look, is, is he a big oh, sorry, time? Does he play a lot? Age. Does he play a lot? Does he, he plays not? a lot of WoW? He's a WoW guy. I can't believe he didn't know about Steam. That's crazy yeah. to me. So, so is he? So is he very he's a console Italian? Game. Italian? What? Yes, he's very Italian. Oh. It's Mark's brother. Oh, Mark's brother. Mark's brother. <laughs> but, but yeah, they're both. Yeah, Mark's pretty Italian. Yeah. Um, yeah and Hungarian. He eats, he eats spaghetti. I mean, he's yeah. he's Italian. He's also a pretty Italian. If you know what I'm saying. Mm. I think Nicole. 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 Nicole uh, kind of nailed it when she married Mark. If I was a chick, I'd think Mark was hot. I actually think Mark... Yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I totally would. Anyway. Anyway. So we'll see so how that whole, goes. But I like the idea of now I'm in this beta. I'm like, I could totally share my entire library with you. And I wouldn't care that you're playing it because I'm asleep when you're awake. Yeah, yeah so. that's a perfect... Right, right. That's a great uh, point because if you I don't know they haven't really I don't know what they've laid down as far as rules go with regions and stuff but assuming they let that happen yeah I'm gonna that's try it out awesome yeah yep. he plays when you don't yep. you play when he doesn't that's great 
Uh, those some of the, and then some of those restrictions seem much much less restricting because then you know who cares? It's the middle or of the night. Or somebody, someone from Steam's probably listening and they're like, "We're not going to let that happen." Yeah, we're not doing that, <laughs> bastards. So here's what I've been playing. I've been uh, uh, putting some stuff up on YouTube as well. And if you want to see me play Electronic Super Joy, I put that up this morning. And it is a, um, oh man, Super Meat Boy kind of experience. Uh, graphically, I would put it closer to like the Bit Trip Runner stuff, kind of Atari right, right. 2600 level, uh, intentional retro graphic-y looking thing. Uh, it is full of crazy techno music. And amazing, really hard, frustrating, throw the controller at the wall kind of gameplay. Right. And I love that stuff. Precision platforming, perfect timing, Super Meat Boy. If you haven't played Super Meat Boy, then you may not know what I'm talking about. But it's that kind of experience. Except that the screen, typically in most levels, is constantly scrolling to the left. And you're to having the left to run and to, the not right. to the right. You have to run to the right. Screen okay. is scrolling to the left. Sometimes it's vertical. There's other examples okay. where it's not moving at all. But for the most part, that's what you do. And that is a constant reminder that you have to keep moving. You cannot hold still or you die. You quickly respawn at these flag points that you land on that go, oh, yeah, when you land on them. Yeah. A voice says that. And a lady goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you keep going and you keep responding there until you get to the next flag. And it's frantic and crazy, and the entire time visual things are happening that probably give some people freaking uh, seizures. It's that bad. Uh, it's just so, bananas what's happening on screen, and the music is crazy. Um, right. So I'm going to find, let's see, I'm going to find a quick uh, taste of this here real quick. Are, are you getting super joy out of this? Electronic yeah. super joy soundtrack. So, like, like, listen to this. Here you go. Here's some of that. I'm going to play just a piece. I think it's the intro. Not sure. Yeah. It's this kind of stuff, which I like. I'm cool with house kind of trancey, you know, in your face wall of sound kind of techno. I like it. Uh, But the game is relentless because every level you're on, it's just that bad, bad, bad in your face. And you're trying to move to the left and it's got a great sense of humor. And there's these great little helper dudes that are telling you what to do. And you got to jump on these stars to time it just right. And all I can say is it's awesome and it's super cheap right now and you should totally pick it up. It's totally fun. If you don't mind, you know, a little bit of frustration. Like I say, I drop a lot of uh, shit bombs on that on that show. Oh, really? On yeah, that video. Because yeah. I am pissed at this game. That's but messy. at the same time, I love it. It's like Super Meat Boy had the same effect. It's just mm-hmm. hard as hell. But that's the but point. You get, but you get, to, you get to stop and think in Super Meat Boy. Do you get to do that in this? I have a feeling that you just keep kind of going. You kind of just keep going. And Super right. Meat Boy, you don't really get to think much either. Well, you get to you get to, you get to walk into a stage and go, ooh, how am I going to accomplish this? Depends on and the then level. You, then you go for it. Depends oh, on the yeah, level. Yeah, Some yeah, levels sure. are like that, and that's true of this one too. Some levels are like that. You can kind of think ahead a little bit, but it's it is pretty relentless. I think that's part of its charm. It's incredibly pink and blue and bright. Right, um, right. It's very simple in terms of its presentation, but what they do with color and sound is really pretty impressive. And I think it's kind of rad, and I want it on on the Vita. That's where I really, really would like to play this. Uh, I think it would be really fun on there. Anyway, long and the short, Electronic Super Joy is fantastic. You should try it. It's been on Steam for a while, but I finally picked it up on uh, you, sale, and it was good. You, you know when these, these, these games, especially indie games, started coming out with all these unique titles that were kind of, you know, play on, you know, the the, the American translation of Japanese games, at first, they were very memorable. Now I have trouble keeping up with all the different 
names. I can recognize the games immediately, but then when I try to recall the the title of it, because this you you're know, having a hard so, time with remembering the names you're saying. Right, I'm having trouble remembering the names. Kind of like going, well, do you want to go to Super Buffet China Number One today, or do you want to go to China Number One Buffet? <laughs> And it's like, I know which ones I'm talking about because I can visually see the buildings in my mind, but I, I can't seem to recall the names because they're so convoluted. They're not, I don't know. Does that does that make sense? Is that just me? <laughs> no, I think you're fine. I think that makes sense. Right. And I think it's true of anything where there's like a glut of stuff and you're going to start to forget right. what's what and when, what came when and all of that. But you also use the word, uh, let's see, rememberable, which I thought right. is a fantastic word. Please use that in every sentence. Remem- rememberate. Yeah, right. rememberate that, please. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, but, uh, but this game's nothing. I mean, I don't, I'm not seeing any, there, there's no Japanese influence here. Like there's right, no right. Asian influence. There's no anything. It's just weird. It's just straight up. Here's a little silhouette man. But isn't, isn't that the American translation of what Japanese video games no, are? No, you're it's hearing that, you're hearing that word or you're hearing that name, electronic super joy. Right. And you're using that you, you see, you have stereotyped the word super into being that is a riff on some sort of Japanese stereotype video game. And I don't think that's true in this case at all. There, there's no, nothing about this feels, uh, borrowed or, um, derivative of like a Japanese style or even any kind of Asian influence at all. There's nothing, there's none of that in here. If anything, it feels a little European to me. What? Yeah. Kind of like house music, London club, kind of, I can see that, that whole vibe. Kind of a whole triple X. But there's no, I mean, there's no Japanese stuff going on. It's just straight up lots of loud pounding techno, you running from left to right, avoiding obstacles, making it to teleporters, getting back on the jumpy thing, don't die, respawn. The jumpy thing. Yeah, there's just, it's just straight up that. It's great though, and it's good, and people should check it out because it's cheap right now. Uh, I also finally took the dive, and, uh, you know, I'm kind of hot and cold on early access games. You know, I think they're cool, but I don't necessarily think it's all that great when a game comes out that's completely busted and they still want 30 bucks for me to play it. And, you know, I'd rather kind of wait for certain games, but there's other games you kind of want to watch the progress of. Mm-hmm. It feels like the kind of Minecraftization of video games in a way, because remember when we're that making game, up all kinds of words today, aren't we? Well, when that word, when that word, when that game came out, that's what they did. They said, here's a unfinished thing. We're building it. We're going, uh, that's when Marcus Preston was kind of on his own. And, uh, People would buy it. They say, "All right, well, here's 19 bucks. I'll I'll play along with you." Okay, here's a new version of the alpha. Great, that's awesome. Love these new features. Oop, bunch of new bugs. Okay, great. That kind of is what early access on Steam is. It's that model, and in a lot of cases, I think it's awesome. Actually, I think it's awesome in almost every case. It's just an issue of we could have a whole nother discussion about how Steam probably needs to let you filter that stuff out if you want wanted to. So when I go to the store, I don't have to see all the early access stuff. Can I just flag mm, that off? Yeah. That way, I can still get them. You know, I can still go get them or I can filter them back in, but give me the control. Otherwise, the new release schedule or the top seller schedule or all this other stuff that's on the front page, it's just littered with early access and consumers don't have enough information really to make split second, split second sort of decisions. And Steam has made itself a fortune by being a place you would go and make split, split second decisions on buying a game you didn't think you wanted. Um, so I just feel like there should be something it's on steam to do that. And I don't know what the answer is, but on the whole, I think it's fine. Even if a game comes out and says, Hey, we're 59, but we're not done yet. We're still early alpha, but help us, you know, be an early adopter and whatever. I think that's fine. It's up to a consumer to do that or not. I just wish it was more, I wish it was simpler to know. 
Right. Which, right, right. which, how, you, how like well cooked is this? Big game? red banner. Yeah. Or something. Something <laughs> that shows to say. A progress bar. <laughs> I mean, they do show like the big blue early access and then the notes that usually say, hey, it's up to you. It's kind of busted. We know. Mm-hmm. We're working. I mean, that's fine. Good luck. Just let me filter that out so I can see finished games versus these other things. I just think that's going to be a problem moving forward. But anyway, bottom line and, is. You know, I, I don't think it will be not moving forward because uh, Steam has been pretty good about in the past. They will feature a you know a a platform such as the greenlit games right now that's really big right now you know they did that with linux for a little while they they featured it on their front page and now they've kind of like tucked it away like okay we've kind of stopped featuring that now we're going to kind of tuck it away yeah, and I but think that's, is, that's featuring a category i'm talking about straight up if it's in like on the new well, releases they, which is the number one thing you come on the site you see a list right. of new releases they put early access in right next to assassin's creed they, and other finished now. games for, for now, but well, I think that I think they'll push it to the side. Well, that's what I'm asking. That's what I'm saying. Right. Get to a point where that's not exactly what I'm saying. Moving forward, right. they need to make it so those either move out of the way entirely and you get to go click on a new column that says early access games. Right, right. Like you do free to play or like you do Mac and Linux like they do now. They're good. They're good about that. They'll do it. All right. That's I believe I in them. That's all I want. I believe in Steam. So the I, optimist. Yeah. I do believe in Steam. You used to hate Steam. I, was, I just want to remind you that once in a while. That you I don't know what you're talking about. You're so, I you remember it. Saw. I've never said anything. It's, yeah, we you, don't have any find, recorded history of this find, at all. You find an audio clip of me saying that I don't like Steam, and I'll believe you. Ice Worm, if you're listening, and I know you got the wherewithal, go dig mm-hmm. through those ELRs and early final scores, and you will find them. Oh, yeah. And they are great. Nicole remembers. She knows. I remember. Totally. Rust well, she's, is well. She's remembering it wrong. Right. Okay. Fine. So <laughs> Rust remember. is uh, Rust is along the lines of something. If if you could uh, describe it, I would say it's somewhere between Daisy and Minecraft in terms of the kind of game it is so far. It is definitely early access. It's twenty bucks. I've uh, been hearing really good things about it. Watched some videos and decided, made an educated decision that yes, I think I, w- I may want to try this out. So I picked it up. I have two copies of it. Oh what? damn it. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure. How many many copies I have? (laughs) I should have talked to you. Dang it! Yeah, because you know what? I picked it up when Terpster and the Yogcast guys were doing that bundle. Oh, was it in the bundle? I'm pretty sure it's in the bundle. I'm I'm going back and I'm looking because I remember seeing Rust in there. Sure, it wasn't dust. It could have been dust. Oh, maybe it was. I think it was probably dust. (laughs) It may have been dust. (laughs) If it's dust, I don't want that. I got that. Dust, crap. I don't want dust. <laughs> oh gosh, I have to check. I'm yeah. go, I'm now check. you go check on that. So I'll tell you about uh, Rust here. This is the dude what made Gary's mod. Okay, this is his new game, and Gary's mod is a bona fide giant, huge juggernaut. viral juggernaut success. Right. Has made him a lot of money and made Valve a lot of money. And this is his new project. It's a survival game where you go and you hack some trees up and build a fort and make a fire and make new stuff after that and eventually you got weapons and buildings and neighborhoods and forts and whatever okay there's zombies there it's daisy but again very minecraft you're building a lot and crafting a lot right uh i was told that both games i mean i have daisy as well and that game's a mess right now i don't i really don't like how it plays right now and i'm not talking about how it's hardcore survival i get that that's not a problem i think the controls suck i think that the movement is weird the point of view pov camera stuff is bad the blur effect is way overused. It's twitchy, yeah. and I can't seem to find a good dead zone for the mouse. There's a lot. I have a lot of problems right now with Daisy. Um, not that they can't improve it, and I'm sure they will, and that'll be great. But what's the game again? 
Uh, dust or rust. rust is what you're looking rust for. Rust is what we're looking for. Uh, it is. It's part of the bundle. Rust? Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. So, Awesome Knots, Rust, Stinktum Collection, Gary's Mod. I have all those whole, but wow. rust. Torchlight, Shank 2. That's a great bundle. Shoot. Magicka. See, that bugs me because I have all those games but that one. Yeah. And I, so that's I, why I ignored that bundle. Because I was like, eh, yeah, what was that? It was the, uh, the Yogg's Cast Humble Bundle. Yeah, they're, oh. Chris, ah. they're Christmas... Uh, their Christmas uh, tr- charity one they did. Yeah. Right, right, right. All yeah. right. Well, so I have two copies of that. that nah, I, uh, damn it. So here's the deal. That game is <laughs> that game is way more polished than Daisy. Way, way, way more. Um, it's still in very early alpha, but they've got a lot more done with the engine. It's it's really pretty. Uh, it controls nice. UI is nice. Um, it's easy to know where stuff is, how to click on things. I don't feel like I'm playing some half-assed DOS game, which is Daisy feels like some weird DOS nineties era programming effort to me right now. Right. Um, again, I'm sure that stuff will get better. I'm not knocking on Daisy, but there's a much better presentation happening here. And, uh, I still suck. I'm not knocking on Daisy, but it super sucks. Yeah. And I'm not, listen, I'm not good at it. I mean, I died. A wolf killed me in my first five minutes. I think uh, you were I, playing Wolf's Among Us. I killed a chicken mm-hmm. and it and to eat it, but then didn't know how to make a fire and then died now from hunger. Playing, now I think you're playing Skyrim. I don't think you even played this game. I went to a <laughs> town and it was full of zombies and they chased me and killed me. Um, so there's... Oh, and then I went to another town that was all radiated, like it's a post-war kind of thing. And it's all like nuked out and you hear a Geiger counter going off as you get closer. And that was bad. That was real bad. Uh, I found another player in a in a hut and he wouldn't let me in. Did he try to kill you? No, he just said, I just typed, hey, can I come in there? <laughs> he said, no. <laughs> no, you creepy you weirdo. Know, you can't come you, in. Did you see the video? I think it was GameSpot released that says, all you need to know about dust in 10 seconds. No. Rust, you mean. A rust. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it gets in your electronics. Yeah. You got to blow it out all the time. <laughs> it It's a 10 second clip and the guy's talking to another guy, another player. And he said, you know, do you have a tip? And then he goes, don't trust anyone. And he shoots them. Oh, man. Really? <laughs> yes. So, so don't trust anyone in this game. Well, let's see. I'm trying to find the article. Find me that. I want to re- I want to see that. That makes me yeah. laugh. Um, but those games are like that. That's some of the point of them is to, to group up. But we'll probably get a server running for for the uh, Frog Pants folks and, and, and actually do that up where everyone doesn't hate each other. <laughs> so that'll be nice. But the point of all this is that it seems pretty neat. I'm... I'm more optimistic about that. There's that and that space engineers. Remember that thing with the oh, yeah, same yeah, deal, yeah. right? You're out there building in space, kind of Minecraft in space. Uh, right. Better graphics, more realistic and all that, building ships and whatnot. Uh, both of those games, to me, are the two, these are the two that jump out at me as this the best example of this kind of new thing. So I'm, I have high hopes about Rust, and I'm going to keep playing it. Um, and I'm going to do some video from that when I get better at it, when I don't die from the full, first wolf I see. And look, I don't think it's fair that I should spawn 20 feet from a wolf who aggros immediately and I have to try to beat him off of the rock. Right. Uh, and that didn't work. I can't, the rock is not strong enough. The, the, let me tell you this way. The wolf could not smell what the rock was cooking. I'll just, I'll just put it that way. I also played Race the Sun, also up on YouTube on the Frog Pants TV feed. Uh, me playing that. That you know you can't actually beat the sun. I'm that game is you. great. That game is great. It's true. You can't. Eventually, you can't. It's uh, first person or third person kind of endless runner, but you're behind a ship that's sort of gliding through these great like Tron cityscape landscapes. Oh, also a 1996 film uh, with Halle Berry. Apparently, shut up. Race the true sun. Story. Race the sun. I, I did not know that. I had no idea. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean. Sounds like film psych to me. Says cool. Ooh, and it's got Eliza Duku as well. The Eli- Elijah. 
Dushku. She's hot. And she's Casey Affleck and Jim Belushi and Kevin. I want to say she's Kevin from Ty. here, by the way. I think she's from here. So I, put that, that. I put that video in, a, in the chat. Let and, me take a look in, here. In Skype, too. It's Kotaku thing. Let's take a oh, look. Oh, yeah, it's Kotaku. No, All right, I'm going to play it. Let's see what it says. Oh, okay. Do you have any tips for uh, new players? Don't trust anybody. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> That's, that is basically it. <laughs> That's it. Now, I haven't crafted guns. I have not gotten far enough to craft guns or anything. Yeah. But I, the idea of going in there with some friends on a server and building a town and and surviving and yeah. and that's that's awesome. Like there's some mm-hmm. there's some real sexy meat with these games right. going on. If you know what I'm saying, sexy meat. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, race we'll the just sun. Go with it. <laughs> race the sun is cool. I think people should try it. I don't know how else to describe it, but watch that video and you can see me play it. And um, it's, it's kind of a zen like experience. It's pretty intense, but somehow relaxing at the same time. I also tried the mighty quest for epic loot. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Tongue and cheat, ac- uh, cheek action, uh, RPG kind of Diablo style, but very cartoony and goofy and over the top. And I did not like that game. Really? Um, and I'll tell you why. Presentation's nice. Looked good. It's an Ubisoft joint. Uh, it's free to play right now. I think it will be forever. Um, it's too simple. That's my only problem with it. I like the idea of it. It just, you go to these castles, it's the same layout. You kill the same six kind of monsters. You get to the end and get the loot and you get out. And it's not like some deep dungeon crawl Diablo three kind of experience at all. Like real dumb. And there's a lot of like building stuff going on back at your castle where you got to build a forge and that takes time and you can speed it up kind of iOS like, I don't know, uh, tapped out style, you know, city building crap. Which I don't love anyway, but I just I just got this game this past it's, week. You know what? Try it. But, and well, you tell me because well, I, somebody I, gave I somebody gave me a copy. Sure, kill uh, sent it to me on through Steam. You did. And, it's free. Uh, Isn't it free? Is it free? I think the game's free. Maybe it, well then maybe they sent me a free game. Yeah, quest for epic loot. They yeah. they gave well they gave they said they gave Scott and Nicole as well. So maybe you thought it was free. Oh, maybe somebody and, sent it to me. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. <laughs> it was free to you. He's cursing your name as he's listening. I gave that to you. No, Scott. you're right, and that's lame of me not to know that. It's still in beta though, so you pay. It's another early access thing. Right. Uh, I think it has real cool potential, and they had a holiday thing going on, so they were like dudes with Christmas hats on and stuff. And I, I guess, so they've got the ability to go in there and tweak that out. But my experience so far is just kind of, I don't know, like where, where are we, what are we doing here? Like, why is this? It's too easy. Everything looked exactly the same. Every level I went to is like, same, same, same boss, same, same, same <laughs> boss. That's different than I'm used to with a good action RPG. Maybe there's more later on. Maybe I need to try it more. And if we all three have it, maybe we should just play it together. Right, right. It's a, it's a multiplayer. I'm, I'm trying to look through it now. I haven't had a chance to install it yet. Yeah. Um, anyway, seems all right. Uh, in the future, maybe. We'll see. I don't yeah, know. No, I was you, probably went to the, you probably went to the store page and went, oh, it says I can play it now. Must be free. Yeah. Uh, there's... Also played, uh, finally, played PS4 version of Don't Starve, which if you're a play, PlayStation Plus member... Right. It is free right now. 15 oh, bucks to, otherwise. I need to go get that. I like that as a as a port. That's a really good way to play that game on the couch with a controller. Feels really you know, good. I, I love that game, but it is it seems like I always play it on every platform I've had and I only play it for about 30 minutes and I get kind of bored. Well, it's only on PC and now PS4. So you couldn't have, you only played it on the PC before. No, no, I played it I played it in the browser, I played it on the PC. I Don't stars on the browser. Play. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, you can play it in a browser. You can get through the Chrome browser. I've played it on my Mac. And when I say different platforms, I don't necessarily mean like Xbox 360 or like that. I mean just about everywhere I've played. Dave, is there even a is there an Android version of it? You're right. There is a Don't Starve Chrome version. What the heck? I had no idea you could play that in a browser. That seems crazy to me. And it's crazy. Anyway, it's good. It's awesome. It's real good. Um, I mean, it's again, it's a survival game again. These things are getting big, man. Like these are all over the place. But there's something just a ridiculously adorable and cute about this little dude and right. what he's doing and how he's doing it. And I like the stuff that carries over. And this is the Mark of the Ninja slash um, those other two games. Nicole just mentioned one of them. Um, Shank. Shank. Shank games. <laughs> so it's Klee Entertainment or however you say it. They're good. I like everything they do. So anyway, that's worth playing. I'm going to keep right. keep at it with that. It's a great couch game I, I found. I liked it better than when I'm clicking mouse and stuff with that for some reason. Some games like that. You'd what think are, what are couch games out? do you like to play? Find the chip? What do you, what do you like to I play? I like Find the Chip. Uh, that one's pretty good. I like Find the Remote. Right. That's a good game. It's mostly it's mostly uh, puzzle games. I like What Stinks. That's a good one. Like what Stinks. <laughs> what Stinks bad right what now. What the? Who's been sitting on the couch? Where's the Dog is a fun one. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that one's all right. Who spilled popcorn over here? That's a fun one. <laughs> anyway, good stuff. That's what I've been playing. I've been, it's been a very steamy week for me. It's all been right, steam right. all the time, which is a good thing to talk about because later we got to talk about steam boxes. Uh, Brian, what are you doing? What are you playing? Hi, I just picked up a game on uh, the Humble Bundle this week. It was the To the Moon. Actually, the whole reason why I bought the this week's Humble Indie Bundle uh, I watched a trailer. It like it had a it's kind of an eight bit kind of looking game and. Before I get started, I know Nicole played this. Do you remember playing this? Nicole? I do. Yeah. To the moon. Yeah. Did it's you play a, it through? What's did that? You play it through com- did you play it through completion? I got to. I got pretty far in it, and then I got sidetracked, and then I right. just Googled it and read the wiki. Oh, <laughs> I know. <you> suck. <laughs> All right. Basically, basically, you're playing. You're playing uh, two doctors who who hey, come from. Yeah, you are honest. You're you're basically playing two doctors who. Who come into this uh, situation where you're supposed to restore a patient's memories mm-hmm. uh, from their childhood, and you actually go back through their memories and you make new memories and you connect them all together, and you try to get them to believe internally that they've lived a different life. Basically, so you're going back, you're you're jacking into their mind, and you're going through their life and their memories in their life, and you're manipulating those memories to create a new outcome in that person's memories. So what you do is you come to this, this old man who is dying and he's made this request to go to the moon and we don't know why. And slowly the story is revealed, but the, the, the story is, is a lot of fun and it's, there's a lot of heart string. It's very sad. sad. And what, what makes that even better is the great music that goes along with that, that just kind of, that pulls you in all these different directions of, um, of what's going on. It, it, it deals with issues like mental health and uh, uh, I don't want to go into everything because there's a, there's a great story. I don't want to ruin what happens in the story. But if you haven't picked up the Humble Indie Bundle this week and you get a chance to pick it up, it's worth it just for that game alone. I played did you, it completely. Did you say why it's called To the Moon? Uh, well, you basically know right from the from the beginning they tell you that he wants to go, to, wants the moon to, go to the moon. He wants to go to the moon. That's what he, he wants to have memories of his life being different than it was because his life is kind of mundane and uh, it, it didn't, you it know did what, not happen like he wanted it to. It kind of reminds me of like a memento, 
Mem- exactly. Memento, where you kind of memento. get these memento. <laughs> the fresh maker. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but you get these fragments of stories and you keep going back and back and you, right. you know, like for instance, you're, you, you see the, the little, they're little bunny rabbits, like origami bunny rabbits, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're trying to figure out what's the story behind that. And so you kind of piece and it you all do. together. You literally do get mementos. You go through uh, his memories and you locate objects that are important to him and his memory and you collect those and that allows you to go to the next memory and the next mm-hmm. memory and in between every time you get to the final memento you have to you know uh what are, what are those little slide puzzles called that you have oh, to, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah i had like a bugs bunny one when i was a kid <laughs> Right, right. Like so move the move the pieces and line them all yeah, up. Yeah. You don't really move the pieces, but you kind of got to alternate them, and it's kind of yeah. like a, a grid, a slide puzzle kind of thing. So, it's 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 just interesting. The story is is so compelling. The gameplay is is okay, and they they drop in and out of different genres, and and uh, it's got a it's got a really good humor to it. But the story is by far what it's all about. And right. it takes you on this incredible journey. So I think you of, would like it, Scott. It sounds, I, I've heard things, other people say the same, and it seems like a thing I would like. It reminds me of Machinarium and the fact that I completed it in one day. Whoa. <laughs> did you beat Machinarium in a day? Oh, yeah, beat it in a day. That also game gave me some. hell, dude. I did not beat that game in a day. Oof. Look yeah. at the big brain on Brian. Yeah, you're smarter you're than me. Brain. Hold on a second. I'm falling over. <laughs> Mac- falling over. Machinarium was multiple days and multiple wiki checks for me. I was going to say, either that or he was on YouTube a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could have been. I had to look up all kinds of hints because, man, that stuff killed me. Right? I'm not I was good very at those games. I love those games. I'm just not good at them. It's real bad. But right. uh, maybe I'll try that one out. To the this moon, everybody. Not, this, one is not, this one is not nearly as difficult. It's not a, it's not a brain scratcher. It's scratcher. Not, don't, and it's don't, not... Don't honeymooners. It's not like a honeymooners game or anything. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's so why Kev's going to the moon, Alice. To the moon. <laughs> uh, more pocket mines. No, no more pocket mines. Skip over that I'm one. I don't want to hear about playing the pocket mine. This mine. thing you bring up every week that he's playing pocket, <laughs> pocket mines. Mine, pocket mine. Finally got into his head. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, <laughs> oh, Ryan. Oh, you there? I get Skype. Oh, now you're okay. I'm getting Skypey. You did for mm-hmm. a second. That was a weird blip. Pocket mine, pocket mine. Anyway, <laughs> yes. So just to, you know, when you go into the game, there's like a little character and he's holding the unicorn hammer. No, we're you talking can, about you, pocket mine, aren't we? That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yes. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you can actually get the unicorn hammer and I've been trying to get it, but I haven't gotten it yet. But apparently Ralph has got the stupid unicorn hammer. And then Only later one on person loves pocket mine more than me. And that's Ralph. Ralph apparently is like, and now he has like the, um, he has a bull hammer. So not I've never seen anybody dig down as deep as Ralph in games like this. He goes all the way. He's all in or nothing. Oh yeah. Talk to him about angry birds. Yeah. Holy moly. Oh, yeah. Really? I didn't even want to know. <laughs> And I know it's secretly embarrassed because Angry Birds is, you know, secretly embarrassing to play. But he yeah. he ate every breadcrumb that game had to offer. Right? He's like, this is delicious. May I shoot another bird? Yeah. It's like three stars on every single level all the way. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, oh, I got one star. Yay! Let's go to the next one. <laughs> right. I am so good. What is COM Brawlers? What the hell is that? Uh, Call of Minis. Call of Minis. There's, there's different games that uh, Call of Minis has. And the most uh, recent one I'm trying is called Brawlers. And basically, it's a left or right scroller kind of game. And you've you've got a little guy, and he's got a gun, and zombies are constantly popping up as you run along. And uh, you can shoot 
uh, a little chest and pick up gold and more weapons and more guns. And it's it's a real simple, simple game. And uh, you're just trying to make it as far as you can most of the time, or you're trying to shoot X number of zombies. And you you know, it's just it's a very simple achievement game. Just it's a lot of fun, and it looks cute, and it's kind of got this Lego kind of vibe to it. So it makes it like a little Lego people kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Really cutesy. I but, like uh, the Lego people. Yeah, I, I love the Lego people. Yeah. But I, you, you know, you can in this game. Uh, you start out far to the left, and you can keep running to the right for forever, pretty much. Um, but as you do that, uh, more zombies uh, kind of kind of come behind you, and they they kind of gather as a group. They, do they tickle you? They tickle you, zombie, <laughs> and uh, they gather as a group. And and it's, some of them move faster than others, but yeah, they will. If you stop and turn around, you're so screwed. Yeah, because that's Cause why then, that game sucks right there. Right. Well, it's, it's, it's not because it's it doesn't really suck. It's actually a pretty cool challenge. I like to turn around and go, oh, no. Yeah, I'm still, but, thinking, uh, I'm still thinking about pocket mine. That's, that's my problem. Yeah. Still and then, and then what? You, and then the and then in the call uh, call of mini brawlers. After you get through uh, that level, then you start uh, digging stuff mm. and uh, you try to get pocket mines. There you go. I like it. Like, that should be the end game of all games is to get right? more pocket mines. But I've I've been playing both of those on my iPhone a lot. Uh, that and that and super. Uh, monsters ate my condo ate your cheese so how's your oh there's another one that comes up a lot how's uh starbound i know i've got this but i've uh, i haven't touched it much since the wipe how how is it treating you right well i just launched it again yesterday because i was kind of waiting for the dust to settle a little bit and uh i picked uh i picked i picked the robot no the dust okay the dust to settle not the rust to settle not the rust to settle the colds confuse me with the rust and dust right you know i've i I I've just I've just barely even skimmed the surface of this game. Yeah. And uh to me it's kind of like an FTL slash, you know, Terraria kind of thing, which we've talked about. Everybody kind of knows mm-hmm. essentially what it's about. Um but it's uh I really haven't played enough to really talk much about it, other than to say that I've installed it. it. <laughs> right. I, I've installed it. I've I've, I've launched I've, it. I've, I've read I've read that the ship is out of fuel. Yeah. I've uh <laughs> Went through the locker on the ship, yeah. got all the junk out. Um, I beamed down to the planet, immediately got killed, came back up to the to the ship and went, okay, so what am I supposed, supposed to do here? And, oh, I have a sword. So I went back down, killed the monsters, yeah. uh, s- started trying to create a crafting table. I don't really see any uh, recipe that just like tells you in-game how to craft the table. So I've got to figure out. So I'm debating on whether I'm going to stay in the game and see if there's some kind of indication in the game on how to build the crafting table, and I'm just missing it, yeah. or I just need to go to YouTube and go ahead and try to figure it out. Probably YouTube. I'm, try- I'm trying not to YouTube games when I can. I only try to YouTube fail videos, so I understand your pain. Right. I understand right. where so, you're at. It's a goal. Oh, that's a sign. Something's happening here. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, the quiz master himself, Mr. Casey Banta. Hello, Casey. Quizmaster. Quizmaster. You like that? <laughs> MC. Here's what else can we call up. you? Lord of uh, tri- trivial things. There you go. Oh. Trivial Lord. I like that. Trivial Lord. Uh, Casey comes on the show pretty often and does this little uh, trivia thing. We talk about an old game or something about uh, you know trivia surrounding that game. And it's always a good time. We do things a little bit differently now, but I like the change. Uh, I assume we're going to do that again today. But Casey, take it away. What are we doing? What do we got? 
All right, here's your question, guys. What game was it? I don't remember. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see how this goes. I know Nicole picked it, didn't she? No? Um, Brian? No, I think, it, I think it was... I think I... Me? Uh, it's been so long. It was uh, Brian. It was yeah. Brian. It was Scott through Brian. Scott oh, that's right. Ah, he was he was all yeah. He was all. These are not the games you're looking for. Yep, yeah, you're right. Okay, go for it. Give it to us. All right. In the Odd World universe, oh. there are four video games in the series. Name them. Name them. Oh that's my right. gosh! Doing, I can do this. That's right. We're doing the the team ups. Who's first? Me. Um, Nicole's first. Okay, go ahead, Nicole. Uh, Oh, so I have to guess one? Yeah. Oh, you have to guess all four, right? Just one. Oh. Mun- uh, Munch's Odyssey? Is that Very Munch's good. Odyssey? Ding, 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 yes. Ding. Nice job. I should use the current geek ding for that. Here you go. All right. Nicole's correct. All right. All right. Scott, you're up. Uh, Abe's Exodus. Abe's Exodus is correct. Got half of them. Brian, your turn. Oh, you're going to. What? What would you say? <laughs> I, was, I was saying, if you get the next one, then I have to get the the next one, and I'm not going to get the next one. Yeah. <laughs> the last one. What Go. was the? So you what? What did Nicole said? What she said? Munch's Odyssey. I said uh, Abe's Exodus. Munch's. Oh man, those are my two favorites that I that I knew. Um. Oh, I'm no. going to fail us this week, folks. No cheating. <laughs> I. Uh, 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 Odd world there. Uh, <laughs> Odd world is not correct. <laughs> so <is> incorrect. No. <laughs> All right, Nicole. Nicole, your turn. Oh, no. <laughs> ha ha. Um, now I knew one. I thought I knew more than this. I'm. I'm I know get them all. Paper out so I can write them down. I'm pathetic. I know them all. So, is it Abe's journey? Abe's journey is incorrect. <laughs> so sorry. All right, Scott. Uh, let's put your money where your mouth is. Stranger's Wrath. Stranger's Wrath is correct. That was that. That was that later one, wasn't it? The it's the most recent. Well, technically, well, right. there's one being anyway. There's there's something being remade right now, and I don't know what all that's going to include. But the uh, yes, that's the most recent ish one, which came out kind of uh, Xbox One late Xbox One era stuff. You can get on the Vita right now for free, I think. Right. Right. Uh- I believe so. Yeah. You still got right, one more. Scott, there's one more. Do I have to do the last one? Yes, you're the only one left. Abe's oh. Odyssey, Abe's Exodus, Munchies, Munch's Odyssey. Abe's Quest. Wrath's, uh, Stranger's Wrath. Yep, that's it. You win. Was that all four? You got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought there was another one we were missing. Yeah, that's no. it. Nice. Yay, job, look at you me. Saved your bacon. <laughs> I win. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> what were they uh, again? Abe's Odyssey, Abe's Exodus, uh, Munch's Odyssey, and Stranger's Wrath. Uh, Stranger's Wrath was like a Western. It was, it was like, third person. Ah. It was weird as hell eh. compared to the other stuff. Abe's Odyssey and Abe's Exodus are still two of my favorite PS1 and maybe platformers of all time. I loved everything about those games. And I wish they would make more of that stuff because it's amazing. And there's something being done right now, like some kind of big HDification of those or a new 2D version that's like all souped up. I don't know what's happening, but something's happening. Watch for those. I don't know what it's called. They were going to make five uh, games in the series, but then they like stopped and they were making a movie or something. Yeah. Um, It's the Odd... See, Abe's... I'm trying to find it. Abe's Odyssey. Abe's Odd World. Is it Abe's Odd World? It might be Abe's Odd Odd World. I, I said Abe's Odd World. New thing. No, you did not. 
I did too. <laughs> Crack smoker is what you are. Re- re- review right. the tapes. Good job. Way to go. Who gets to pick this week? Yeah, way to go to me, by the way. <laughs> Scott, this time you legitimately get to pick the game. Okay, great. Legitimately picking. Um, trying to think of a game we haven't done. Zaxxon. <laughs> Zaxxon. We've done Zaxxon. Yep. The third three-quarter view Zaxxon shooter plane deal unit okay. thing. That's nice, except we have already done Zaxxon. Then I'm going to not choose Zaxxon. That was just a test to see if you're remembering things. Uh, (laughs) Then I'm going to choose... Hold on, hold on, hold on. We've done Crazy crazy Clamor, haven't we? Yes, we have. Have we done... Have we done Sewer Shark for the Sega CD? What? (laughs) No, we have not done Sewer Shark. shark. I am into that. The the, uh, The first person video, FMV... What do they call it? Full motion video. Awesome. A sewer Shark, which was just garbage. Uh, so, yes, Sewer Shark is my pick for next time, if you oh. so please. Okay. Uh, Casey is Casey Banta on Twitter, and he also does that really cool segment at the end of the show called Music Memories. So uh, listen to that coming up just in a bit. Thank you, Casey. Have a fantastic week. I will. Bye now. Bye, Casey. I'm sure, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's one of the munchy voices in the the game, I think. Uh, oh, you know, you know how I know that's coming out. They put out a contest where you could provide a voice for characters. Oh, really? In the game, yeah. <laughs> and I was gonna do it and never had time and didn't do it. I thought I swore we talked about it on here even, but let's take a second and talk about our friends at Squarespace.com. Squarespace.com. <laughs> Squarespace.com. They've been around for a while now, and it's always impressive to me to see what people are actually doing with Squarespace. And I have some friends that are kind of doughheads when it comes to internet development or, you know, dealing with websites and building databases and front ends and dealing with CES and all that stuff. I mean, even some of you hearing me talk about that now going, ugh, what a headache. I agree. It is kind of a headache. We live in a day and age where it should be simpler and easier. Thankfully, people like Squarespace are around to make that much, much simpler, much, much easier. Uh, Let's say you're a photographer. They're like my daughter and you're way into it. You're thinking, man, wouldn't it be cool if I could do a couple of things online that I haven't been able to do before, like display my entire portfolio up there in a really aesthetically pleasing and organized way. And what if I could sell some of those prints? Oh, if I got a deal for you, Squarespace.com has all you need to do that. You have complete uh, creative control. It's all down to you, how you make it look, feel, and, and seem. And the best part is you don't have to go there and just take our word for it. You go to the website, you fire it up, You start an account, no credit card required, and you try the trial. They give you full access, not limited trial. You get to try everything. And here's what will happen. You'll you'll be like me. You'll get done and go, oh, I love this. I kind of want to keep doing this, but I'd really like to save some money. Well, good. We got you covered there too. Use the code FINAL1. That's FINAL and the number one all together. FINAL1 at checkout. That'll give you uh, 25% off your account. That's 25% off, man. Beat that. Shake a stick at that. Why don't you? That's squarespace.com and the offer code final one. Maybe not. All right. Well, I don't really listen to about 80% I know. of what you say. I know, right? It's all just going <laughs> one out, one in, and out the other. Right. Uh, Nicole, what yes. are you playing today in life in general? So, Bioshock Infinite, I think what we all enjoyed that game oh, last hell year. Hell of a game. Yep. Top five so, games last year. By I finally Nicole. finished the DLC Burial at Sea. This is the Return oh. to Rapture game. This uh, is the thing. Return to Rapture. They completely rebuilt it, Rapture, with um, the Unreal 3D or the Unreal Engine, mm-hmm. and added a whole bunch of components that was an infinite into this DLC. 
which I think that's probably why it took six months to release. Probably. <laughs> right. But uh, you get to explore Rapture before the, it falls as Booker. And um, Elizabeth is taking you through and you're looking for a little girl named Sally. And I hate the said, name Sally, by the way. Yeah. I, hate that yeah. I was going to so sing a song. Oh, Some you just don't hurt someone's feelings. I know somebody out there's named Sally. Sally. I have a neighbor named Sally. I just hate that name. I don't know why. It's, to me, it's it's like naming somebody Gertrude or Myrtle. You don't do that anymore. Sally's in that group, I, I think. Anyway, but it's anyway. fine. In Rapture, that probably fits. I'm, I'm sorry, Sally. Yeah. Because of the time frame, it's 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 before. So what is it? Nineteen in the nineteen fifties or something like that. I can't remember. So which Rapture is it? Is it a like? Is it the same Rapture or one of the multiverse Raptures from the ending of that? of infinite do we know it is one of it's it's not the rapture it's one of it's the a rapture okay. it's a rapture i'm cool with that i like that weird i love how they did that at the end of that i don't want to spoil then, anything too much but no that was amazing did you play did you play the dlc Brand i haven't DLC? played any of you, the dlc no. you really need to because what this does is set up so this is this is episode one so yep. it's setting up episode two to have the first female playable character oh cool you're going to play as Elizabeth in, in episode two. Oh, I was hoping it was a different chick, but that's fine. Oh, no. Eh, she's all right. So <laughs> it, <laughs> so Bioshock Infinite to me is an interesting game because I really love the story. But when I finish it, I go, what the hell did I just watch? Yeah. And I always have to go to the Internet to get like pieces of yeah. like to, to round the story out for me. And that's what happened at the end of this DLC. I was like, I don't know what just happened. Yeah. So, that game is confusing in the ends, but uh, it is. But it, uh, it, you can get your head around it, and some of it's not ever answered. Like some of it's just like straight up, well, it's a mystery of time travel or whatever, and you just have to live with it. Well, but, what I what I realized is that they are building the character of Elizabeth up. She's changing, yeah. and that's kind of the point. The problem is you have just a huge gap between the ending of of Infinite and the beginning of this one, and there's not. I don't know. It was hard for me to connect them because it had been so long. Mm -hmm. But now that I've finished it and I kind of see the the progress of where they're going with her, I understand. So it's uh it's it was a great DLC. Um hmm. not as not as great as the Tiny Tina DLC, but still it was it was a really great piece you of DLC. You and your Borderlands <laughs> devotion. <laughs> I totally understand though. That game's uh, great. I feel like I'm going to uh um if I don't bring up Borderlands in, right. in every single episode, I'm going to be upset. Yeah, no. you've done a terrible disservice if you don't bring it up. I know, right? So but how's it, it? Was a good. It was a good DLC. I'm thinking about it. I think I will. I kind you of feel. Play it. I, I kind of was burned out for a while. Not that I didn't love every second because I did, and it was an amazing experience. But then it was like, okay, I'm done with Bioshock for a while, and it didn't like the first DLC did not pique my interest at all. I was like, I'm not going back in there yet. I'm not ready for it, but I'm starting to feel it. So, so maybe this the, is one. I mean, the fact that you're seeing some of these characters that you've been introduced in Bioshock 1 and 2. So like um, Cohen, who's like the crazy guy yep. and he's, he has the rabbit ears and like you're getting a, a deeper look into the madness, which is Rapture and like the weird, like clicky areas and the little um thing that you would get to watch movies like there's some performance art and it's so oh, i forgot weird. about those i did like those so weird oh. um but, but you're not a, going you're not doing plasmids this time you're still using no, the you, stuff from upstairs right the stuff from infinite like the um it's 
What are they called? Um, not, they're not plasmids. They're the... Just, um, uh, shite. Chat room, <laughs> help us. I had it in my head, and then you said plasmids. I know. Vigors, vigors. Vigors, right. It's all vigors, right? They, yes. Um, but they're... I think they're still called plasmids in the rapture world. Oh, interesting. Right, right. Um, but they are... So the vigors that you you have in... And you get a new one. You get a new this, vigor? You get a new one that yeah. I, that I've never used before. You get old man winter. <laughs> so you can... A minute later, the chat room is... Vigors, vigors, vigors. So... so you know, bunking Bronco, electric jockey or jock, shock jockey, um, the possession one, the possession and the fireball one are the two that you have in the beginning. And then you pick up a few here and there. It's a pretty good so, combo. Yeah. yeah. I, my favorite is, is shock jockey. Do you, do you play? Upgrade. Do, do you, do you, I'm sorry. Do you mess with the, the big daddies in this? Are they, do they show up? I can't tell you. Oh, but there's a right. bunch of stuff at that. You know what my favorite combo is? What? Uh, Fries and a baconator. Tough shake. Knew you were going to say Wendy's. A baconator? What the hell's that? Baconator. Son of baconator. Is Wendy, it? you never been to Wendy's and seen? I the don't baconator? go to Wendy's. I hate it there. Uh, Wendy's. It Wendy's. There. Last time I went you to just walked into Wendy's ago. I hate I, it here. I don't want to hear any Wendy's stories because I still eat at Wendy's. So don't tell me. I want to okay. tell you one story. Can no, I tell no, you no, one? No, no, no. La 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 la. Just la, the one la, about la, the footmark no, in no, my no, beef. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not hearing you. I don't know what you're saying. Footmark in the beef. So, okay. Mark well, good. Beef. I think you should play it. Okay. I think you would. I think it's around, I don't know. I, I probably clocked two hours. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad at all. That's a, that's a size of, I'm what, 15 bucks, 12 bucks? What is it? 15. Well, if you did the season pass, you get it for free. Oh, well. You pay so for just it, pick but... up the season pass because when episode two comes out, it's going to be $15. And I think the season pass is 20 bucks. Yeah. So. All right. I like it. Uh, yep. How's not Do the it. robots? What the hell's that? That I can't believe it. You sent me this game. Did I? Not the robots. <laughs> Not the robots. So uh, I, a listener, I'm assuming, gave us codes for this game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. is that what that was? That's where it and came from. Yeah. I, you need to play this because this is a roguelike. Let's see. I'm going to play a little piece of it. It is a roguelike, really? Yes, it's a roguelike. You play as a robot. So you're in an office space, it looks well. like. People will get suspicious. I'm going to skip ahead here. The employees of the agency responsible will be replaced within 14 days of this message's arrival. Oh, this looks like fun. It is fun. I should have kept that. I shouldn't have sent it. It's uh, so it's only 10 bucks. So they whatever. sent it to all three of us. Yeah. Uh, it's a roguelike stealth furniture eating simulator. Wait, they, they <laughs> sent it to us. They sent it to all three of us. But did I just forward that thinking it was a gift for a giveaway? What did no, I- you said... Nicole, you get the top code. code. Yeah, the developer. Oh, this is those guys. Never mind. Yeah. I have this key. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a you need to idiot. redeem it and play it because I think you're going to love it. That's why I, I have know the name. I have 350 games in my Steam account. I'm a complete idiot. These guys are awesome, and they totally reached out to us. And I just got, mm-hmm. I couldn't put my name, put their name with the game. But yes, now it all makes sense to me. Yep. I'm into this. I'm totally wanting to play. Yeah, this. You, you, you're like a little. Almost like an ex- he's like a little exclamation point See, robot. Yeah, they, should, they should have called this super not the robots buffet number one China. <laughs> oh, this is I'm telling you, man, it's hard to keep up with these titles. Scotty D, this is uh not the robots. So and and you you have permadeath in this. So and the every map changes. So it's always different. And you go myself. around avoiding different things. So the very the first level, of course, is easy. You're just just telling you, okay, you're in this office 
with these cubicles and you eat the furniture and you get to a certain level where your food is green and then you can go up the tube. You go to the next level and it gets harder and harder and harder and harder. And yeah. Damn it. And you get different bonus ups and things like that. What did I do with those codes? Hold on. Play it. I've already already got mine. I'm launching mine right now. Ah, shite. I really want to get that now. What was I thinking? I'm so dumb. Okay. Anyway, I'll fix that. I'll fix that. I want to play that. That looks great to me. Yeah, and when you die, you're dead, right? You're out. Yeah, you're dead. Then I then I'm in. And you have you you do have like a hundred health. So like if a laser hits you, it might take three off. So, and you can you get different bonuses to where because the lasers are spinning, and so you can drop things, Mm -hmm. but you can only drop them. So it's a lot of strategy. Some of these, if you look at some of the screenshots as you get higher and higher, yeah, it gets way complicated, and you're like. And you can, you can crouch down. This looks really right. good to me. Yeah. I like the idea that the game levels up instead of the player. Uh, yeah, and I also right. like the idea that these game these levels are procedurally generated. Like you're never going to see the same thing twice. Right. Which I'm a huge fan of. Uh, all right, I'm in. I'll get it. I don't know what what I was doing, but I'll get it. I'm an idiot. I'll get it. Uh, great. Well, there's the Not games we've been playing. A couple of very very quick news items uh, because we did have a lot to talk about today. So here you go. Valkyrie needs food badly. I need. Steam boxes were announced at CES. There's like 19 providers and it's all kind of confusing and I don't think it serves the consumer very well to have all these choices and not really know which way to go. But big names like Falcon Northwest and uh, Alienware uh, Alienware and some others are doing it. Um, And of course, you could build your own. There's specs out there that say exactly what these are. So you could just make your own. It's just a PC, really. Um, Because I could uh, just put like uh, parallels or something and just put it on a boot right you put it on a mac you could put it on a freaking i could start up my my dog yeah, house yeah, the... on one side and then start it up yeah. on the uh, other yeah. oh OS. you mean like oh the the yes so these are yeah, not the steam, the steam os is free but you got to remember this is built on debian wheezy so you got to say does my hardware support what i'm mm. doing here yeah, so it yeah. is probably advantageous to jump on something like somebody who's actually supporting it yeah or just have a pc it's... if you don't mind working for it, you know, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure this serves their end goal, which is to compete with consoles. To compete with consoles, you need this to be a simple choice, and you need to be able to go and say, "I'm looking for a Steam box." Which one of the 19 are you looking for? <laughs> assume you could even have a store where you could do that. You can't. You got to buy them online. Mm-hmm. You got to research it yourself. You got to wait to hear which one's best. It's not the same as saying, "Do I need a, a PlayStation, an Xbox, or a Wii U?" It's not the same thing. So I'm, right, I'm worried right, that right. they're. I said this on Current Geek yesterday. I'm just worried that they're. They're 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 making it more complicated than it needs to be. On the other hand, I don't want it to be a closed standard. I want it to be yeah. open and easy and lots of people to make it. And so I'm it's a weird I'm in a weird You run a I, risk of the Android mm-hmm. thing I think, happening. Yep. I think I think what this is gonna do, and I think Gabe is a very smart individual. And I think what this is gonna do is it's gonna quickly weed out uh the people who aren't invested into this. And so I'm talking about the developers. Right now, I don't think this is really even ready for the mass consumer. I think it's just a kind of a test to see which developers are in it for the long haul. I think so too. Tom said it yesterday. He said 10, 10 start of the race, only two finish. That's right, kind of what exactly. he, and the point being that, you know, the, the best will rise to the top and we'll I'm all go. I'm repeating Tom. Dang yeah, it. We'll be like, okay, Falcon Northwest and Alienware and that other guy, those are the three you really want. And then it'll right, all right. kind of work itself out. It's interesting either way. And so. hands-on reports with the controller and other things have been positive. The controller thing is definitely a work in progress, but um, time will tell. Also, Sony got up on stage and announced PlayStation Now, which seems pretty cool. 
It is essentially a game streaming service, a la something like, well, it's why they bought Gaikai on in the first live. place. Right. But it's like on live, which is pretty much dead now. Mm. Right. But um, it's, it's, it is, it's not really like on live, though, because I, from my understanding, I thought it was streaming from your equipment to other equipment like Incorrect. in your house. Incorrect. So, okay, so I'm misunderstanding no. this. I no, that's, it, how your I Vita, was, that's how your Vita thing works right now. That's different, though. That's, that's, right. uh, that's just a remote know play was, thing. I didn't know there was centralized servers. This is there. how you're going to play old games on your PS4. Yeah, you're going to you're going to want to rent or play or buy or however they're going to work. We, nobody knows how. They haven't talked anything about subscription, if it's part of Plus, if it's an add-on for Plus, if it's a new subscription right. or not. But they essentially made the PlayStation 4 100% backwards compatible with everything Sony's ever made by doing this. So the idea is that you could go say, I want to play Shadow of the Colossus. Great, there it is. I want to play... Uh, but I do that now. What? Oh wait, PlayStation Now. I get it. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh. But the it's a cool idea. I think and it, and people on the show floor are saying it totally freaking works. There are people playing PS3 games on their PS4 that they just didn't play in the PS3 era. So now there's a way to do that. There are people. Same thing with the Vita. The Vita will do this as well. So it's a pretty awesome deal. I just don't know what they're going to charge for it. The yeah. technology seems sound, and they're a company that can make it work. Unlike on Live, where it just kind of you know things just sort of fizzled. I just want it to be more value for plus. And yeah. It's like me you and you both. Do. Why would you not? Yeah. It seems like such a coup. It's such yeah. a shot over the bow of Microsoft. If they mm-hmm. can get up and go, you know what? This whole thing is going to be part of your, your already PSN plus subscription. I would just flip out mm-hmm. and I would think it would be a, an enormous re- catch for them. And more and more people right. would get plus as a result. Well, it's like Amazon adding to their prime membership. I mean, it first started out as two day shipping. Then they added Amazon prime streaming video. And now you can do the lending library with your Kindle. Like they just keep adding value to it. Yep. I think so. that's really smart. And I think that's the model. If they do that, that's a really good move by them. If they try to money grub this, mm-hmm. I'm going to be irritated because two subscriptions. That's the thing. What other s- provider slash piece of hardware says you need two subscriptions to do this? Nobody does that. So I don't know if they even can. How can you get away with it? I understand if you have ancillary services like mu- their music service or, you know, Microsoft's got their Zune store thing or whatever it's called now. And that's separate from live and things like that. But this is different than that, in my mind. It all goes to games. Plus already goes to games. So make right. Plus go to games and not add a bunch of extra I, cost on this thing. I think you're getting to the, the, to the crux of this, which is there's, there's not enough value here for us to, uh, to think that we're going to pay anything for it. We're just going to go, hey, you know what? I'm going to throw that in for free. Well, not free. I'll still pay Plus. Right. I'm just saying. Well, then what I say, well, I'm saying, throw it in for free, is in you don't increase my plus subscription, right? Throw it into what I've already got, right? Like I'm. So there's really only two ways this goes down. It's either well, three ways. It's either part of plus and we're all happy, right? Or it's a, in addition to plus as a separate service. In which or, case, it fails miserably. Yeah, I think it fails miserably there, or it just does not do what they want it to do. Or it's a third thing, which is an increased tier on your plus service the way you would do netflix for example like i want discs and streaming or i want just streaming excuse me or i want just the one single stream with standard def or whatever and you're paying these different prices that's the third option i really hope it's the first one where they just roll it in gotta roll it in i'm excited about it otherwise Um, otherwise it's worthless to me i'm I'm not skeptical i'm not that that excited about playing any of these old games. Ooh, I am, dude. Oh, you know I mean? there's still some great games from PS3, though. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's another thing. I mean, if they make you buy the games, let's say that that's the model they do, mm-hmm. that it's right. buy and not subscribe. I can't imagine, but let's say it is. 
if I wanted to finish, finish, I think it is going to be by the games. You do? Yeah, I don't think seeing, so. I'm not seeing the benefit of this. Basically, I'm not seeing where I should be excited about this because all I see is another suck on my bandwidth where I could play a game locally. I just yeah, but you were not, a big you were a big fan of the on live thing. This is, it's I was a big fan of the that. on live. I was on the I was a big fan of the on live thing because it, it allowed me to uh, play uh, higher end games on a piece of crap. You know, old laptop. I could literally play in my old MacBook from mm. 1997. I could literally play modern day games on it. Literally. Because this, literally. Well, yeah, but think of it this way. So your Vita doesn't hold up to PS3 ultimately, but you could play right. Last of Us on your Vita. Right. You know what I mean? Similar. Right. Just not that. I think the bad, it excites the hell out of me. I'm, I think the back catalog is a big deal. I think, I that's think it's huge. also a good answer to, but I want to play my old games on the PS4. Oh, it answers it completely. The, yeah. the whole argument about, oh, these new consoles aren't backwards compatible. It eliminates that issue if, again, the pricing's right. And let, 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 we take that out of the equation. If this just did that straight up, did that, there's your there's your answer. Well, people would say, well, Wayne, I already own Last of Us and it won't play. I have to go rent it again or something. Well, that's an issue. Maybe they have a way of telling that you that you uh, registered your online pass and therefore you already owned it. Mm-hmm. So here it is for free. I mean, there's stuff Sony could do, but I just think they're so hungry right now that they need to be just be careful. Don't get too cocky about your 4.5 million units sold in the first two months. Don't get all excited because you are doing really well. And the numbers and the numbers show they are leading already. And that's great, but don't get cocky, man. Mm -hmm. Come out with this service and say, and it's part of your membership. Ah! People love it. Um, (laughs) Like Oprah's favorite things. (laughs) I'm, Let's skip that one. Let's see. Rambo Machine of War trailer. There's a Rambo game coming out. Yeah, yeah it's been, a, they've been talking about it. Let's take a look at this here. Take what, a look at this. What do we got here? I'm going to play this. Peggy, Peggy 18. 18. Peggy 18. We're in Europe. Oh, Reef Entertainment tie on to something. Oh, gosh, look at him. He looks all right. Right? The next gen Rambo game. I'm here today to talk to you about a man who killed dozens. He was a machine of war. Okay. Well, oh, that's a weird Stallone face. Is it? It's a little. Oh, there's the bow from Rambo. Ooh, they. They switched the machine on, and they didn't. Know. I have a prediction. It's going to be crap. Well, I absolutely have a prediction. It's going to be crap. But I agree. So, th- but you know what? This this brought me to. It was like, okay, that's that's awesome. It is very interesting. But way too late. No one. What what, what momentum do you have behind Rambo? None. But. In the realm of nostalgia, there is a like an eight bit game uh, called Broforce, and I put a link right <laughs> below that. Broforce, Broforce. Now Broforce looks like it's worth playing, and you can play it in the browser right now. The alpha version you can play in the browser, and I think it's also going to be a standalone. Do they talk like this? <laughs> they talk like this. I'm going to kill nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So hold on here. Bro I love Force. you, man. I oh, love this you, seems man. great. Yeah, Broforce looks awesome. Broforce actually looks cool. Oh. It's actually fun I'm and whimsical and, and uh, full of nostalgia. Whereas the Rambo thing is like, why, why? This yeah. is way too, way, way, way post. I mean, yeah. I love it, but come on. Come on now. Come Who's on. kidding who? Uh, the new Oculus was shown off. They had a weird code name for it, which I already forgot, but uh, it looks good. It has um, head tracking, which means second camera now. Uh, this is all prototypey, so this isn't the final thing. But there's a camera now, kind of looks like a small PlayStation Eye camera, like the previous one on the PS3. 
It probably is. They probably got a sweet deal on those. It things. looked a lot like it. Um, right. But anyway, you put that down there. That tracks where your head's at. Your 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 uh, your helmet now has your your visor now has these little white dots for tracking. Right. And so you look like one of those little uh, pilot fish wearing the ocean when they got kinda, yeah a little yeah. bit. And it tracks so where your head's at, so it adds this additional level of kind of fidelity, so that you don't end up. Uh, this happens to me with the with the rift where the the original rift where I'll get playing for a while, and by the time I I'm haven't really even noticed it. Things have gotten a little skewed where I'm kind of aiming my head up and I'm twisted all in a in a pinch, just trying to get the center view because it's kind of lost track of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and this would eliminate that, I think. Also, better resolution. It's got the OLED uh, projection crap inside of it, which is way better. I read uh, there's less barfing too. Yeah, way less nausea, less <laughs> of all that. Now it comes out. Now Oculus it comes a little barf bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you see that Sony's getting into that game now too? Yeah, and the reports their... were that that demo unit they had there, no one liked, mm-hmm. which makes right. me sad. Um, I think thousand dollars next for the Connect, right? Well, they've been working on stuff for a long time, and Sony had something years ago, PS2 era stuff that was supposed to be like the hot new VR thing, and it ended up not happening. So I, I'm not, I'm convinced that with a company like Sony or Microsoft with a ton of money, they could make a great. Competitor so are, are we just going to pretend we're going to pretend like Nintendo never had anything like this? We're just going to pretend like that? They didn't really. That what are you talking about? The Virtual Boy? Virtual Boy? No, that's right. so not this though. That is totally that. It's a wearable screen with no Dang. anything that other than the fact that it was a screen. That was like wearing what's that? Big like? deal. Throw some gyro sensors Here, in one of those. Hold your phone up to your wasn't face. It like red lines or something like that. Yeah, it was a two dimensional <laughs> thing. It wasn't even three D. The stuff that you saw in there was all. It wasn't even like it wasn't creating even a, a stereoscopic three D effect. It was just crap. That was the worst thing Nintendo ever made. It was garbage. They need to make it. I don't know. Wasn't the story that they went and made. So the guy who he was the Game Boy guy, right? Game Boy inventor. So he was much praised and lauded for all his innovations. That was a huge success. Makes this thing. It tanks so bad. I don't know if this is true, but I read he ran out into traffic and got and and got hit by a car on purpose because he couldn't deal with the rejection. (laughs) That's that's the reason I find that probably more like an urban legend. It might be. I don't don't know because. you know what? I mean, really, dude, are you just so frustrated you finally just stand up and you throw it off and you run out into the street? Ah! I don't know. Let's see. Cool. There's a story right here. His name is Yasuro Yamaguchi. Right. Uh, he died. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. That's the founder of Nintendo, not that guy. Uh, Gunpei Yokio. And I want to see if this story is true. Death and legacy. Here we go. On October 4th, 1997, while driving the on the Hiroki uh, Expressway with his associate something-something, uh, he re- rear-ended a truck driven by somebody else. After the two men had left the car to inspect the damage, he was hit and fatally injured by two passing there cars. You. There you go. Contrary to <laughs> urban legends of foul play, the driver of one of the passenger cars hit him in a second. So the 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 story was he went committed uh, Harry Carey because of the, right, right. Of the failure of that thing. But it turns out he was just hit by a car, which sucks. Hit by a car. That sucks. Right. That's not fair. That's not nice. Stephen King one time went out and jumped in front of a van. Yeah. No, wait, he was just exercising. Yeah. He was uh, 56 <laughs> years old. That's that guy. terrible. Anyway, there you go. There's the there's your news. I think that's all that really matters today. I don't know. What's this Razor? Oh, the Razor thing and the Chris, Project Christine thing. I don't know. Razor is Look, I, crazy, aren't they? They're doing some crazy I, I stuff. I think I, th- I think they're I think they're just innovative enough that they're trying. They, they're not even like going Steambox, forget that crap. You know what we're going to do? Something weird. The Naboo isn't that weird. I mean, it's the Nike Plus, basically. I mean, it just... actually, but the marketing is weird on it. It's like, oh, you you're out to dinner and you don't want to uh, anyone to realize that you're you're interacting with the internet. 
just wear the Naboo, which wears like a wristwatch. Yeah, no one has ever gotten pissed because you were out on a date and kept looking at your wristwatch. Yeah, and there's some there's some functionality in there that's kind of smartwatchy, like your texts. You can get notified if you have a text on your phone and things like that. Right, right. Uh, the Christine is this uh, modular. modular PC thing, right? Right, right. Um, which all PCs, all aftermarket PCs are kind of modular anyway, Because, but but they come in cool little boxes. Oh, yeah, look at that thing. That is crazy. Doesn't it look cool? I'm actually kind of interested in that. I'm totally interested in that. <laughs> I think that looks really interesting. So anyway, worth checking out. Uh, go check those out. All right, we're going to rip through these emails real quick. Got a couple of them. One from, actually one. Well, two. Let's do this one. Jeff wrote in, says, Hi, I am like you, Scott. I saved a link between worlds for a couple of weeks before I decided to beat it. I went out of my way, which I normally never do in a Zelda game, to get as many collectibles as possible. Love the show. Keep up the great work. So somebody else is totally with me on just taking your time. I do the same one. thing. Oh, that game is so good, dude. So yeah. Good. I take my time on most Nintendo games, though. Patrick needs some help from us, Nicole. He doesn't understand why Manimal, Cro- uh, Manimal. Man- <laughs> Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is so good. Oh, we probably should go in there and help him. Yeah, because he just yeah. doesn't get it. He might. It might be the French part. That might be why, but who knows? So, since we're talking about Zelda, did you play the uh, the iOS game Oceanhorn? No, I heard it was good though. You should totally play that. If you, I mean, if you're a, a Zelda like, right? It's totally Zelda like. Yeah, I heard good things about it. I haven't yet. Maybe it's I will. a great. It's a great little game. It's I mean, expensive for iOS. It's eight ninety nine, but still, it's like ten hours of gameplay. Probably worth great it. Great little yeah, it's totally worth it. Okay, great little story. I'm in. Ocean Oceanhorn. Oceanhorn. Sounds good. Oceanhorn. That might help uh, you see, with that's your. A name, that's a name you will remember. What Oceanhorn as opposed to yeah. what as Happy Wonder Fun Time it. Joy Stick happy Man. Fun time. Joy <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> joy to the moon. Uh, Corey wrote in and gave us his list of his top five games last year. We asked a lot of people what they thought, and we got a ton of emails. I'll use his as an example because they all kind of are nearly the same, which I think is interesting. His his number one was Last of Us. Number two, Bioshock Infinite. Three, Rogue Legacy. Right on, buddy. Uh, Four, The uh, Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. I'm with you there. Five, The Stanley Parable and games he hasn't played yet but might be on that list, Gunpoint and Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Was Stanley Parable last year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the mod was the year before that. Right. But the full game was last year. Brothers, I downloaded and haven't tried yet. Got it on sale. So I've been meaning to try it. I keep hearing how amazing it is. It's okay. It's not. I don't think it's. Maybe it's because I haven't gotten all the way through it. Yeah. He says his his favorite uh, multiplayer game of the year is Samurai Gun, which is also a good choice. That game's great. Uh, All right. There you go. There's your emails. Send your own to podcast at finalscoreshow.com. Do it today. School. Time for our old school pick of the week, a game of yesteryear, a game we think about fondly. Uh, well, most of the time we do. This one definitely do. Oh, yeah. 16 years later, people still playing Fallout 1. Right. 1997, I, I, baby. When when someone suggested, said, hey, yeah, I do Fallout for the old school, because I threw that out there on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, I was like, that's not old enough. And I looked, I was like, oh, wow, yeah, 16 years. I guess it is. It's plenty old. Yeah. I mean, it's been reviled, reviled, revived. But uh, back right. in the day, man, this isometric view 2D uh, thing, this RPG right. turn-based combat thing was amazing for its day. Yeah. And, and luckily, they had, right around Christmas, uh, good old games had... Uh, was given away Fallout and Fallout uh, Tactics and Fallout 2, I believe. They were mm. just given away, literally, for free. Was it Fallout and, uh, Brotherhood, wasn't that one? 
Uh, that right? There was another one. I don't know if there might be. I don't think it's as well liked, but there was another middle game called Brotherhood or right. something. And but if if you got it on the good old games thing deal, you got like the the Fallout. The what? Hello. Breaking up. Yeah, you're good now. Up. You're good now. All right, all right. It was, they they had the Fallout Bible, which is like a 205 pages. It's all in good old games. They got wallpapers, manuals, the soundtrack, all for free. That's pretty good. Is that still there or is it gone now? I don't know if it is or not. Mine mine's was free. I heard they was a limited that was a limited time thing because they're bringing that all back to Steam and they're going to sell it as bundles. So right. uh, I guess we'll find out soon enough. Uh, it's an open world role playing game developed and published by Interplay Entertainment in 1997. Game has an a post apocalyptic and retro futuristic setting, and it's all about post nuclear war. And you know the deal. You play the new ones, and you pretty much get the idea. Mm. Uh, Nicole loves them. And, uh, <laughs> Fallout Three. I predict we will have a Fallout Four this this holiday season. I will agree with you. I'll bet they show a nearly finished looking version of E3 and that we're playing it by November. That's what I think. And I am so stoked about that idea. Uh, anyway, it's a good game. We, I'm not going to play. I mean, we have this soundtrack thing. Um, there's no real, I mean, it's got, listen. no, I, I put in, I put a new YouTube video in there. Yeah, remember? it's in here. It's just nothing here. Let me skip ahead. Like two minutes and 13 seconds or something. It's just not a game famous for a lot of sound. Oh, here's Ow. a dude running around. Here, I'll skip ahead. Okay, he's going to fight something. Fight that creature. <laughs> Good job. Fight that oh, creature. We- Here we go. Oh, he skipped it. Here we speed running. That's why. Okay, hold on. I'm trying to find some dialogue. I don't think I can find any. Wow. Anyway, it's really good. If you like post-apocalyptic stuff, it's awesome. And uh, makes me want to play right now. So I think I'm getting. All right. So go get it. There you have it. That's it. We're done. That's the show. Hope you're all having a fantastic Saturday. And uh, thanks for joining us, especially those in the chat room and those who are attending us live. Nicole. Yes. What are you doing? What's going on? You got, you got, uh, is there a Ladies Elite this weekend? Uh, Yes. In fact, I need to post it. Mm. I'm just a little, little behind Mm. because I was been busy launching a new podcast. Yes. Tell people about that. Yes. Yes. I launched a new podcast with uh, Cleo and Samantha Jane and we have a roundtable of parents coming onto the show called Nerd Parents. Nerd Parents. Mm. Nerd Parents. Yeah. Awesome <laughs> album art created by some <laughs> yes. douchebag on the internet. <laughs> it's really good. It's uh, I listened to a chunk of the first episode, and I like I love the idea. I mean, you talked to us for a long time, and mm-hmm. so I was kind of aware of where your head was at with it. But it, it's it's awesome. I really like it. I like the just, mom perspective too. It's nice. Well, it's not just a mom. It, it, the first episode happened to be three women, but. I want to have a dad on every single episode. So that first, the first launch episode was me just getting it done and saying, putting a line in the sand saying it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sometimes you got to do that. Yeah. I'm yeah. a dad. You're going to be on the show. In fact, both of you are going to be on the show. Yes. So I just, I'm, I'm organizing and I have laying spread out my seed. Right I'm a father technically. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can. I can uh, speak to that. No, that's great. I, I think yeah. that's a really, really cool concept and idea. And it, I think it's a good fit for just kind of this community. And I think they're all going to really glom yeah, on to it. So positive nice work. place to talk about parenting the nerdy way. Yeah, I like Nerd it. Where parents. can they go to subscribe? Um, they could go to nerdparents.com. We're in iTunes now, too. So nice. and we have a Twitter handle. Very so, nice. Yeah. Nerd parents on Twitter. Nerd parents on Twitter. You got lucky with that one. Jeez. Got nerd parents on Facebook. Damn. So. I got really lucky. Once in a while, you find a domain or a Twitter handle, and you're like, how is yeah. nobody using this? I know, right? Yep. That happened with uh, Current Geek and Comic Dorks. I was like, no way these aren't taken, but they yeah. weren't. 
Uh, awesome. Brian, what are you doing? Anything we should uh, tell folks about? Absolutely. Uh, was it Cord Killers this past Cord week? Cord Killers. Yeah. 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 I listened to it. That was awesome. Launched that. Uh, Tom I, Tom and Brian Brushwood had me on, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, and go kill some chords. And do listen to the new uh, season of Comics Coast to Coast. We're starting up again next week. We're talking to Tom Bancroft. He was an animator on The Lion King, Aladdin, Move On, Lilo and Stitch, Beauty and the Beast. Wow. A whole bunch of stuff that he's done. He's done stuff for uh, uh, the VeggieTales. He's done a lot of cool creative stuff and i uh, can't wait to talk to him this week that's great uh follow brian at the brian dunaway on twitter nicole also nicole at uh, nicole spag mm-hmm. uh, that's it for us folks thanks for being here appreciate it email us podcast at finalscoreshow.com make sure you check out the brand new current geek which just had its second episode yesterday and that is up at currentgeek.com all other things frog pants related find them at frogpants.com follow this show on twitter tfs show also me at scott johnson and you heard the other two on Facebook as well at slash final score show. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian and Nicole. See you next time. Time for little manimal crossing. This is Casey with a music memory. Did you ever play with marbles in school? When I was in third and fourth grade, the boys would carry around tube socks stuffed with them and it's all they would play every recess. And none of this has anything to do with marble madness. It's just an odd memory I recall from time to time. What I remember about the video game is that it was rather short and weird. I only got to play it on the NES, so not having the trackball control probably didn't help much either. I still had fun with it, however, and I think this title is due for a revival. Perhaps a USB peripheral that comes with a whole bunch of new levels. I'd certainly give that a try. Visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.